It's a mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is. Performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Ken Rackley, Tech Automotive. Conrad, you're next. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you doing today? Good, sir. Real good, thanks. Good. Uh, I'm getting ready to put the Torino away for the winter here. Okay. We're thinking about it in the next couple of weeks or so. And, you know, I've used that EPR on it twice now, and it seems like maybe that oil usage problem is starting to decrease a little bit. Nice. I heard you talking nice. to somebody else about uh, using that. It, it holds six quarts in that oil pan, so should I... Put more than one can no, in there, or, or no. uh, one's fine. Yeah, just one. Just one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that, and then I'm, I'm using the uh, uh, pin grade ten W forty partial synthetic in it. That's what I've been suggested to use, and it's. And I'm also using that supercharged fuel treatment you told Good. me to use. And it, it perfect. Just, like, it seems like that it, that it's not quite as bad as it was. I, I did still foul number two spark plug, but uh I, it seems like it's doing better probably so I wanted to ask you about is it oil fouled or is it fuel fouled yeah it's oil, oil. It's oil. yeah yeah you know, we found there was a gouge in that, in that number two cylinder that we, we ran a scope down in there and sure. so but i'm thinking maybe with this epr you know until i get that other engine built maybe just kind of alleviate that problem and get me by for a while you know yeah yeah it can't hurt yeah exactly that, that EPR that kind of like helps to loosen up the rings and, and does it does it get rid of the gouges and cylinder walls or no no work, uh-uh. no I don't know. no can't okay. nothing's really going to help there other than fixing it yeah Re- rebuilding it yep, yep exactly okay. all right well great shows always guys have a hey, great day thank you Conrad Appreciate as well have a great rest of your weekend Rick in Denver is next go ahead Rick hello uh, John uh, um, I have a well, I'd love to be calling you about anything other than this, but I, the other day, left the uh, parking brake on for, oh, close to three miles, two and a half miles or so. Okay. I'm wondering what kind of horrible, horrible thing I've done, I've done to the thing. What kind of vehicle? Uh, 05 Crown Vic with 75,000 miles on it. Does the, the, you know, and it's on the, yeah, it's on the pedals, so it's a pedal applied so yeah i mean if it still holds well and the, the pedal's not pushed down too far then you should be okay i would say you probably didn't do any issues not like you were doing 100 miles an hour so no it was just stop and go yeah. city driving uh, uh, that distance but could i have hurt the rotor at all or the, the, the disc i mean that's a it's a drum hat type thing on probably that one not. i think so i wouldn't think so yeah uh, so yeah. you've got uh third set of brake shoes in there or you've got you know disc all the way around and then you've got brake right. shoes for the parking brake so right yeah. oh i see so yeah so you're fine yeah, yeah it's it's it I, well i'll say it's the first time i've done it and it's it just scares it me happens yeah, yeah exactly yeah. wouldn't worry about it you, you, you end 
end up thinking you've really nah. really made a mess, you know? I think well, you're fine. I mean, yeah. They, Worst case, you put new ones on it, but I would if it's still holding and works fine, I wouldn't yeah, worry about it. I wouldn't worry about it, yeah. Oh, and, well, that's great, that's great to know. And, and why did you set the parking brake anyway? You know, I am in... <laughs> I guess it's something my dad taught me. No, I no, get it. No, I'm, right, exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> no. I, I don't even have to ask, ask if it's a manual transmission because I know it's an automatic. It is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. No, and and that's, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's when he said, always just just always use that parking. Yeah. It, you know, it's no, good very few thing. do. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no. Well, that's great. You guys took a, a great look. You're fine. All right. My shoulders are worried there. You're, Thank you. You're welcome, Rick. You're Have welcome. a great afternoon. Appreciate you calling very much. Uh, Steve in Pueblo. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, how's it going today? Good, sir. How, How are, are you? Uh, well, I've got a 2000 uh, Ford Econoline van. Okay. And it's got a 4.6 liter engine in it, the small V8. Uh-huh. And it's got uh, 100 and... Sixty some thousand. I'm going to have to have the uh, timing chains looked at or okay. replaced. It's about right. But anyways, it, I've I've had it sitting in my garage forever and ever. And uh, anyways, the other day I fired it up and uh, everything sounded really good except for uh, some little bit of chatter that it has from that probably the the uh, nylon tensioners, but uh, that quieted down a little bit. But, I mean, that's that's pretty much a message that I better get that stuff changed. And But anyways, it ran smooth, and then all of a sudden it warmed up, and it started to, to miss. And no check engine light. So, not. yeah, that would make it too easy. Right. Well, it's a Ford. They... They can have a dead miss and not show anything, so it's that's just. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we you really have to get out and drive them to, for them to even store a code for that. Yeah, it's really weird on the Fords. Yeah. No, so maybe I'll just go out and cruise around a little bit. I mean, yeah. You know, I'm, I've got to have that. I've got to have that uh, uh, timing chain issue. I'm not looking forward to paying that bill. Sure. But. Uh, yeah. Uh, a lot of times on the Fords, in order for them to actually turn the check engine light on or flash, you kind of have to get into them a little bit. You have to, you know, get into the throttle and stuff like that. I, d- I don't okay. know why they're so insensitive because some of some of the other manufacturers they turn them on when you don't even feel anything. So it's yeah, really peculiar. yeah, I know that. Yeah. But uh, you know, I was thinking, I, and and of course, I'm immediately terrified by the concept of having to change spark plugs. <laughs> but I think at that that amount of mileage, uh, and the the when I bought the vehicle from two old ladies that had used it for uh, a major road trip, and they said that they had taken care of, and I, it looked as though it's immaculate. I'll put sure. it that way. But it unfortunately. Uh, I didn't do my homework as far as Triton engines went. Hmm. The and, 4.6 uh, was actually a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they I know, didn't I know. have any issues with that one. But um, I've had this vehicle sitting in my garage, and I think I let it set too long. And uh, the result is, is, is that those nylon tensioners, I think knowing what nylon does, I think it dried out. And as it sat, and again, I didn't drive it enough because it was 
the COVID situation was pretty chaotic, so it was kind of laying low. Sure. So what I bought it for, I didn't use it for. So then I fired it up, and I said, well, I'm just going to sell it because I don't use it. And all of a sudden, there comes the uh, tensioner rattle. Right. And uh, so I put some uh, the heavy-duty Lucas stuff in it, and it quieted it down, but that doesn't solve the problem. It's Right, just you a know, mask, yeah. Yeah, so... You know, I'm really a, I'm really hesitant to take it out, and um, I don't I don't think I'm not going to tromp on the accelerator, but take it out for a ride. I mean, if I made it this far, I'm, I don't think that uh, right. uh, the there's going to be much of a, an issue. I mean, I've, when I drained some oil out uh, to put the Lucas in, I ran a uh, a magnet through it. And I picked up absolutely nothing, so that sure. made me happy. Yeah. So, but you just think, just kind of uh, getting it out and doing a little bit of riding around and exercise. Uh huh. Might be, help that. Yeah, be more apt to get that light to come on. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and, and when you take off from a light, I mean, that's the only way we've been able to get them to even store a code was to actually get into the throttle. I mean, not full throttle or anything, but, you know, no. half throttle from a stop, and a lot of times it'll come on shortly thereafter. So Yeah, and I, I thought about uh, if I'm going to, if i got to pull the plugs on that, uh, should, they, should the engine be warm or cold? Well, those plugs. usually usually cold is the best way to do it. Otherwise, you're, That's yeah. right. otherwise it's harder on you. It yeah, falls right. up. Yeah. yeah, well. And, uh, and the aluminum yeah. and, you know, things like that. Right. And, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Do you have so, to use a special uh, uh, socket for that or just use your regular? Uh, I think that's just a regular socket on that. You have to use an extension because yeah. they kind of go down into the right. intake. Sure. So, yeah. Well, I get, you know, I've read the horror stories about that particular early model plug that it was made in two pieces on the 2000 and, uh, the four six was not okay yeah so that was the, that was the yeah that was okay, the five ahead. four and oh four i believe they started that oh three or oh four and the 5.4 yeah. gas correct and then that went up to like 2008 or correct. nine or ten or something yeah. yeah so yeah so you guys got your shop up in north boulder we have a shop in, yeah, we have a shop in Legacies up in East Boulder, I guess you could say, Northeast Boulder. Yeah. 55th okay. in, in Arapaho, basically. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I need a, I don't need an excuse to go to Boulder, trust me, but. Uh, well, and again, we've got, we've got Boulder, we've got down in Parker, we've got Ken out in Aurora, we've got down over in the, the Littleton area, Arvada, so we kind of have them all over, Steve. Yeah, but having been a fireman up in Boulder, and I wish I wouldn't have given my uh, my season tickets up. Oh, yeah, especially now. <laughs> yes. Ooh, uh, that's going to be fun. Yes, yeah. it is. Okay, thanks for that. You're help. very welcome, you later, Steve. Guys. No, appreciate it very much. And, yeah, we've got, if you want to know where all of our shops are, just go to drive-or-drive-radio.com. Aaron and Golden, David and Monument, hang tight, guys. We'll come right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Take vitamins, exercise, ease up on the coffee. Sound familiar from your last visit to the doctor? Well, your Napa Auto Care Center knows preventative maintenance, too. By grouping together services your vehicle needs, customized for the way you drive, they can save you time, money, and hassles, prevent troubles down the road, and give you confidence when you travel. Ask your Napa Auto Care Center to build a preventative maintenance plan for your vehicle today. Visit NapaOnline.com. Napa
You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. What's in a name? For Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, the name perfectly describes the state-of-the-art veterinary medical facility that we trust. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and for over 20 years, trust is why we have chosen Lone Tree Vet for all of our pet's medical needs. They provide a wide variety of medical and surgical services and utilize state-of-the-art methods, protocols, and technology. Whether your pet needs medical, dental, or surgical care, you can trust the medical team at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. We all know that making the decision for our pets to have a medical or surgical procedure is not always an easy one, but at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they understand the hesitation and anxiety that accompany leaving a pet for any type of procedure. Whether it's a spay or neuter surgery, a laparoscopic surgery, or a complex orthopedic surgery, the professional team at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is dedicated to making your pet feel comfortable and special. If your pet needs medical care, call 303-708-8050 today. That's 303-708-8050. And for more information, visit them online at LoneTreeVet.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. 
call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutobrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. All right, we are back. Myself, Ken Rackley, Tech Automotive. David and Monument, you're next. Yeah, a question for you. Um, I have a 2007 uh, Duramax, and I've been using regular oil, and I change about every 3,000 to 3,500 miles, and I want to go to synthetics like you guys have been talking about. Do Would I extend my oil change? Uh, and, and, I, and I missed them. Uh, sorry, I was answering a text message. What year, Duramax? 07. An 07 Duramax? Uh, 2007, yeah. Yeah, you, and you're doing how often? 3,000? Right now, with regular oil, about 3,000. Well, that's way, that's even too much for regular oil on a right. diesel. Yeah, you're... You, you could, you, yeah, you don't you need can, it. You can, you know, you can go with your oil life monitor on that one. And you, you, be, know, you probably can go 10,000 miles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, even, really? Even oh, with yeah. the regular oil. Yes. The, the diesel oil is, although it's black, it's not as contaminated no. as gasoline and it's and it's got uh what do you is it 14 12 or 14 i don't remember on a duramax 10 10 on a duramax yeah. okay so you're 10 yeah. you're 10 yeah. i can't because my yeah. my commons is 14 but anyways right. so you're 10 quarts yeah you you could run full synthetic and go you know nine to ten thousand miles no problem yeah. all day long just you're you're real you'd be real comfortable going with the oil life monitor just you know just oh, that's okay. I've I've got an 08 and, and that's be overprotected I, with your synthetic and you're fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if you run the okay. BG the 245 or yep. whatever it is, yeah, you're you're, you're doing it way too check. often, though, yeah. David. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I've never really had a, a diesel, and so I, you know, I'm just, sure. No, and, and by the way, for those of you that are that are new to that end of things, yeah, the diesels will run a lot longer yeah. than, than, what are, than what their gas counterparts. Typically, there are a few exceptions to that. My little 2.8-liter Duramax in my Colorado, it's kind of prone for heavier oil changes. I run it 5,000 miles. Um, even though it says you can go longer in that particular engine, I do you know 4,500 to 5. But that's not you, David. You're on the full-bore full Duramax V8. You're fine right. at the 10,000 mark Mine, or the monitor or whatever it says. Yeah, exactly. Mine typically okay. will be between eight and 10,000, and I am usually – 90% of my trips on my truck are 20,000 pounds or more. So it's, oh, okay. it's always loaded. So okay. if you're not running so, loaded, you're liable to be at 10,000 probably. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and usually I'm not loaded. Yeah, so, so you'll uh, be you'll be nine to ten on the monitor probably. I would say so. Yeah, I mean if you get down to fifteen percent, I mean you change it then and. Stuff and if, like and that. if you don't drive that much in a year's time, then just do an annual change. Right. Okay. Yeah, because I, I haven't been driving more than ten thousand on it. So then just do an I annual. Do just mark it on your calendar, same time yeah. each year, and call it good. Exactly. Okay, and so and save money. The Rotella T6, is, is that okay? You're fine with that, That's, yes. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I did buy some of that oil from BG, the, their full synthetic, and, you know. Um, it's fine, too. Trying to, you know, figuring sure. out, okay, well, you know, what should I use or where to get it or whatever, so. Either's yeah. fine. Yeah, right. and run the yeah run the T6, and then I run, you know, I, I do the, the EPR on mine every time, and I run the the diesel epr and then the diesel moa 
but the last uh, oil change I did my skid steer on my Bobcat, I used the Kirkland diesel and it's diesel oil. It, yeah, it's yeah. fine. I mean, it's it's made by it's not made by Kirkland, by the way. Yeah, I think right. I think Warren makes their oil and. There's nothing wrong with it either, David. Yeah. So, again, it's whatever your preference is. It doesn't make any difference. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You're very welcome, You're David. Welcome. I appreciate it. Yeah, I get that question all the time, by the way. Folks will be like, you know, what's the Kirkland oil like? Well, like I just said, I, I had several gallons of it kicking around in my little skidster, even though it's a little four-cylinder. This bloody thing takes like, yeah, like two and a half gallons or some ridiculous right, exactly. thing. It's, it's like, I want to say it's four. Eight, no, it took, no, more than that. It took... Four, eight, twelve. It holds like almost sixteen quarts of oil yeah. on a little dinky four cylinder. I mean right. they have a lot just because it's, you know, heavy equipment and all that, but right. I use Kirkland in it and yeah. it'll be just fine. I'm not worried about it in the least. Three oh three four seven seven five six zero zero. That's our number. Text line, don't forget, three oh seven two hundred eighty two twenty two. Aaron and Golden, you're next. Yeah, hey uh first I wanted to mention that we uh bought my wife a newer car from uh Justin up there. At, oh, nice! Thank you, Aaron. Appreciate that. And uh, yeah, it worked out. Worked out well. She likes the good deal. Buick Encore. Good deal. And uh, I guess uh, on that on that little Encore to fourteen, mm-hmm. um, about seventy thousand miles. Should we have? We're going to take it back to them for their dollar oil change, right? Um, should we have them flush the transmission fluid too? What's the? It's at seventy k. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Have them do that okay. while you're there. Yep. Yep. Um, unless, by so, the way, unless um, they did that as a part of what they did to sell it, ask them. They'll have a history on that. So no, they. If they, they didn't, they did, yes, they, do they it. Did a, they did a lot of. They did a lot of other stuff to it, but they they they, they did not do that. I would do so, that. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. So my main reason uh, on my I have a 2004 uh, and a half Dodge uh, Cummins, uh, six speed manual. And okay. I, I just got it a year ago with 300,000 miles on it. And uh, when I first got it, it would uh, randomly show no oil pressure. And uh, so I, w- I put a manual gauge on it, and it actually had oil pressure. So yeah. I replaced the sender. Um, and, and I thought that or it was, it was good after the new sender. Um, until one time I hauled my Mini X up the canyon, and then I pulled in and let the truck idle and then all of a sudden it's dinging at me that it doesn't have oil pressure so i'm like well great the sender's bad again so i, I had a autometer electric gauge with so i put that separate gauge on it and when it's warm um it'll in idling uh after just normal driving around it's down to like 12 psi on the oil pressure which okay. i know is in, in spec uh, mm-hmm. driving around warm, like at 1800, 2000 RPMs, it's at about 50. Um, but when, when you get it, when you work it really hard and get, you know, hauling a machine around and you come to an idle, I mean, it, it gets down to 10 or a little bit lower. Um, so is, is, is there anything, uh, have you seen on those engines, anything other than main and rod bearings cause a low oil pressure at idle? That's about it. What what oil are you running, Aaron? Rotella fifteen forty. Uh, and is it the full synthetic? You're running regular. What what are you? No, just the, just the regular just regular, regular Rotella. Okay. Yeah. 
which should be fine. And uh, you're not noticing anything that's really out of the norm. And yes, it's still within specs at that point. So I guess question going back, did you determine that because it's getting that low, the real gauge, you know, the, the original factory gauge is working right. And then it's dinging because it's getting so low or what are your thoughts there? Yeah. Cause I, I think, I think the, cause when the, you know, the factory gauge is really just a dummy gauge, right? right. It basically just shows 40 PSI all right. the time. Unless right. <laughs> it, I think the cutoff is like eight PSI. Right. Is when, so, so I think, and it, it happened to me once and that was, you know, I, I was hauling up a steep, the Canyon Got and, uh, yeah. you know, it got, it got pretty warm. Um, that was my next question. Then, how hot's it getting? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, not, it wasn't over temperature, but you know, uh, I was hauling up the backside of the mountain where it's, Working it pretty you know, good. Going and set, working pretty good. Going, you know, I don't know, twelve or fifteen percent grade in like second gear. Um, so you know, it's and hauling a ten thousand pound machine. Um, you know, it's definitely working. Uh, and so I think it's, I think it's just right on the verge uh, of uh, you know, on the bearing oil clearances of needing new bearings. But I wasn't wasn't sure if on that if you'd seen like a worn oil pump, um, you know, cause that. Can't say that I have. Um, I think you know. Again, you're at 300k. Not that that's high, as you know. That's a half a million mile, you know, motor. So I don't want to say that it's high. Although you bought it used, you don't necessarily know how things were cared for prior either. Right. Exactly. So. um, Yeah, that was. I, mean, I think you did a good job of putting the other gauge on it just so you can monitor it and watch it right. so you know exactly what's going on. Yeah. Now, on top yeah. of that, I will also say at 300K, if it's starting to run a little hot, and again, I have a similar truck, as you know, to yours, I did on mine just for preventative measures more than anything. I put all the new front end pieces in it. So I did condenser, radiator, the whole bit just because I'm at 275 and I wanted to make sure I didn't have any of those issues. So we just kind of as preventative measure put all that in just to make sure my airflow is good. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it makes sense. And I think at 300, you're probably in the same boat I was in. Sure. Yeah. That, yeah, that condensers, uh, bins are yep. pretty yeah. bent yep. over. So I, I think yeah. just for preventative measures, you might think about doing that on yours. Yeah. And then that would, sure. that would help. You know, Probably help the pressure a little, too, because it's going to keep it a little cooler. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah I'll have to work on that this winter. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, while you're at it, look at water pump and everything else. If you've got any play in the water pump, and rule of thumb on that one, by the way, don't use any of the aftermarket pumps. Put an actual Cummins pump on it. I made that mistake. And, and as much as I love the aftermarket guys and the Gates pumps and so on, on that truck, put the original Cummins pump on it. It's twice the money, but... Just do right. it. You have to do it. Yeah, just okay. do it that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On my uh, on my ninety two uh, Cummins that I rebuilt, I just used I think a Napa pump and it it's been fine. But I I don't really drive that one too much. So sure. Um, yeah. So but some I, of the things we learn by experience, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for sure. On the I get the Cummins pump. Yep. Yeah. Get the, yeah. I, you know I, I would almost just get. Get the radiator, get the condenser, get the Cummins pump, get all that stuff over the winter done. I think, you know, again, you do that, you're good for another, you know, 100,000-plus miles on it. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably I'll probably just pull the engine out and roll some new bearings. You then. could, too. I mean, yeah, I mean, I 
I haven't. I probably won't do that on mine. I don't drive it enough to where it's that big of a deal. I'll push snow and do what I need to that way. But yeah, you know, yeah. not a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, if that oil pressure is dropping and stuff, yeah. Yeah, and my and mine's not. So I'm I'm in a little different boat that way. Yeah. Right. Well, yours probably was care better. Um, well, better. I bought it from Kent and Judy Novus yeah. up in Sterling and knew it was a one owner. So I'm second owner, and yeah, it had a good life up till me. So a little different situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I picked this one up at the at an auction. So. And I've been slowly fixing everything on it as needed. And uh, the only reason I bought it was because of the manual. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. A little harder to yeah, find. Yeah, they're hard to find, so I you yeah. know, can't say as I blame you yep. on that one. Yep. But the the dually bed on it, they must have had a different bed on it because the dually bed on it hardly has a scratch Yeah, on they it. probably had a flat bed or something they right. stuck on and then put yep. that back on to sell it. It's what they probably did. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's all right. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No. So, good for you. Yeah. Decent work, work trucks. No, nothing wrong with that at all, Aaron. Good for you. Yeah. All right. All right, man. Appreciate you. Have a great afternoon, Bob, in Colorado Springs. Hang tight. We'll get to your questions in a moment. Lines are open, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? We'll look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, Yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. When you find an automotive repair shop with service you can trust, that's a big deal. That's why so many of our Napa Auto Care Center's customers tell their friends and neighbors about us. Stop by today and pick up your referral cards. When one of your friends comes in for vehicle service or repairs, our Napa Auto Care Center will reward you. Find your nearest location at NapaOnline.com. Napa know-how! Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Coloradans since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298191, regulated by DOOR, equal credit lender. 
Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679 and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. We are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Myself, Ken Rackley, Tune Tech Automotive over here in Aurora. Bob in Colorado Springs, you're next. Hey, John. Thank you so much for taking my call. You're welcome. John, John you've helped me so many times before, and we appreciate you very much. Well, thank you. Than you imagine. Appreciate, well, appreciate, it very appreciate much. you as well. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you bet. Uh, this and John, I've got me a, a problem. It's with my Chevy Silverado 2000. You've helped me out before. But this one, John, I... I was having trouble. It's starting right up. Okay, I'd have to just stay on the starter, you know, on the ignition switch. So, okay, the battery was three years old. I took it back. They replaced it for me. No, no questions, no problem. Put it, put it in. Did the same thing, you know, and it all read good. The starter read good. Where I've had them checked by three different places. The alternator checked good. I was right there. They showed me. They said, "Man, you got to, you got to figure something out." It says everything's checking really good. I mean, really good. And so I says, okay, so I came home here, and I um, got this wire cleaner that I've always used before, and I pulled all my wires off, and I thought maybe something just ain't going through right or something. You know, I even did all the solenoids. I did everything, the starter, everything. So this morning I said, well, I'll give it a shot in the morning. It still hesitated a little bit, so I don't know why I didn't go through this. For the first In the first place is my manual book and my troubleshooter, and I've got in my you know, electrical box. I've got all those fuses, and there's four in there, and two of them says ignition, 
and then the other one that says started, it's the big black one. Right. Mm-hmm. So I went. I start. I started with the ignition. Didn't make no difference. So then I went to the starter, and uh, I switched it out with the rear with the defogger. They all do the same thing. All four of these fuses will do exactly the same. In fact, in fact, all four of them say ignition, fuel, mirrors, rear lights, disc control, fuel control, uh, parking lamps. So all four of these do not just one, but two things. And so now I just put the rear defogger in there, John, and it seems to kick right over because yeah. that's the one I used the last of. So do you think that other one could have been getting real weak, John? And, and you're talking the relay or the fuse, the black well, it's little the, black the, four-prong box? or Yeah, in, in that yeah, the electrical box, the big uh-huh. box, and there's four big black fuses in yeah. there. Yeah, those okay. are relays. So those are relays. So, yeah, you figured it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you got so, a bad relay. Yeah, that relay is just not not. So replace those with new so. ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so by me putting that fog one in there, that was the one I hardly ever used right. at all. Right, exactly. So it's still, it right like, over. still like brand new. Yep, exactly. That's right. So if you don't so use your defroster, just stick with that one. And yeah. You could <laughs> do that. I'd put, I'd put one in it. I, yeah, I would just probably buy Okay, it. I will. Yeah. Napa has those, I, by I the way. Yeah. You betcha. I I will do that. Okay. Uh, I will go up there and get that. So you, uh, did I figure it out? You did. You did, yep. And Good just job. make sure you okay. get it in there the exact same direction because you can I rotate did, yep. those That's 180. Right. So, yeah, yeah. exactly. That, and, it, it will not. It actually got a little lip on it that it won't let me put it in. Oh, quick. that's good. Yeah, some of them yeah, don't. It's so got some of them you can get mm-hmm. in backwards. And then just take the number off that when you go into Napa. Take the part okay. number. It's an eight-digit number on that. Okay, when you go yes, into Napa, right. and just yeah, and just okay. and just just have them cross that number, and they'll get you the relay. Okay. Fee. Yeah. Okay. All right. And one other question, John. You like I say, you've helped me out before with that uh, with that radiator stop leak, and I used it, and I've had no problem since then. With nice. That, uh, the case okay. seal. Case seal. That's good stuff. That's right. Good that's job. right. But now, but now I've got I've got an oil leak, John, and I went up to get Casey Casey Casey. Yeah, that stuff that you're talking about, and I can't find that for the oil. There is none there for the oil. That doesn't you, exist. You have to fix those That's problems. right. There yeah. is no nothing on that one at all, Bob. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Well, okay, and sometimes guys, those things well. won't leak too bad, or you got to le- you know, yeah. find the leak. Sometimes they don't have big issues. They just, you know, okay. take a little bit of TLC, yeah. So that hesitation, even though I stayed on it, it would finally kick it over, but it okay. would really hesitate. But now, boom, it kicks right Good over. Good job. So that that was it. Then. That's it. Yeah, yep. That Good job, right. Bob. Okay. All right, I'll let you roll. We'll get some more in here as well. Paul in Idaho. Paul, you're next. Go ahead. Hey, John. I got Colby, Kansas beat. I'm in Portal. Yeah, Idaho. yeah. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. At my daughter's. I try never to miss the show. I'm at my daughter's place, which means there's a lot of vehicle maintenance to do. I got you. Got you. So I've got her 97. She's had it since high school. She's a 30-year-old geologist now. 97 Ram 1500, 5.2, okay. 230,000 miles on it. It only runs like crap when it's cold. Let it run two, three minutes. It flattens out. Idles stable. Pulls the air conditioner and load just fine. But when it's cold... It's hitting on all eight. I'd changed just about every sensor in it just because of the age. Coolant temperature, that helped. It stopped going to 2,000 RPM cold, and then idling way, way down. I changed the charge air temperature sensor, the idle air control motor, throttle position sensor. None of those have been changed since we got the truck, as far as I know. I put an exhaust on it last year, new O2 sensors. 
the only thing I haven't done is cranking cam sensors. And I did read somewhere one one blog guy. That's said, not it. Well, yeah, that yeah, that's be. not it. What's the injector look like when it's cold, and what's the injector spray look like? Because as you know, when it's cold, it takes more fuel to keep things running properly than as things warm up. It doesn't need as much. My gut feeling is it's injector-related. Injector or intake gas. Yeah, right? one of the two. Yeah. Well, you guys always, I was, this was a little bit of a test to see if you tumble to that, because last May I changed the injectors on it. Okay. When I changed the fuel rail that was leaking, it had that plastic cap oh, right. yep. the yep. rail, and what was that hard to find? Yeah, I bet. Boneyard part, and it seemed to run fine right after that, but she said a couple of weeks later, it picked up this problem. I yeah, up I'm thinking it's still related. Something's off there, it would be yeah. my guess. Yeah. And yeah, the injectors? The injectors. What's that? I didn't buy the cheapest injectors you could get, ones with decent reviews, but not okay. OEM. And I've got one of those stethoscopes. I could hear they're all clicking. Okay. Okay. So I, I've got some Noid lights, too, in case that wasn't good. Yeah, I think I, right I would, uh, to me, that's it also kind of goes back to our earlier conversations where you kind of start going through patterns and what's happened in the past. Given that you did all of that and just a couple of weeks later this problem came up, I'm that's where I would go back to. Yeah. Think defective injectors, huh? Something along those lines, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, one they, thing, they seem to clatter a lot. You know, I'm used to Bosch injectors. That it's yeah, kind it of shouldn't nice be super noisy. Quick, yeah. Not on that one. Yeah, these right. seem, well, on the stethoscope, it's kind of like multiple hits. Even in an idle 800 RPM, it's like brrrr, instead yeah. of a steady click. And when I pulled that idle air control out, uh, or the, I should say charge air temperature sensor, that thing really looked wet, like it had been running way fat. Yeah, something does. What do the plugs look like? I haven't pulled those out. I changed those about two years ago, and I haven't. I probably pull, and I, and I try to pull those cold. You know, yeah. you know. In other words, start it up when it's running bad, shut it off, then look at a plug and see what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I couldn't find a vacuum leak on it, and we've had dozens of vacuum leaks. Yeah, I think they were prone for that. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yep. Um, yeah, and I mean, I'm not getting any coat. I'm not getting any check-in. Probably won't right. on that. They're too old for that. Yeah. They're, Sorry. They pick up some things. Not a but, lot, though. Uh, right, exactly. Then it, it takes takes a real swift kick yeah, in order for those things to... <laughs> yeah, they didn't have a lot of info. Yeah. All right. Well, and you know what the one light bulb is, John, that never burns out on a vehicle? The, MLL, the MIL light. The tech engine light. That's yeah, right. That yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yep, they never burn out. You got it. Yep. Well, I'll give that I'll give that stuff a try, and I might be texting you over the week. Let me know. That's fine. If you need to, just text me. That's fine, Paul. Not a problem. So I'll, wh- probably, I'll probably be here another week waiting for my first grandchild to arrive. Oh, oh good for you. you go. Congratulations. That's right. Nice. One thing I was going to mention, if you have a, a like a spray bottle, or we have one that just, when you squeeze it, it just shoots, shoots out a stream of water. So when you start it up cold... If you run it across the intake manifold and you hear something or if it changes how it runs, you know, you know you it's got already running leak. Yeah, yeah, it's already running bad. If if you just spray like where that intake sits and try that. I mean Also see make sit. sure you don't have a gasket leak. Right, exactly. Yeah. Especially since you have a three minute window. That's to right. You got enough to do that, it, yes. So. Good idea. Yeah, yeah. I tried the carburetor cleaner around the base of the throttle body, tightened the bolts, they were all snug. Okay, yeah. uh, but I didn't actually check along. The, I didn't actually check around the edges of the do that. manifold. Yeah. Do that as well. Doing. Yeah, spray yep. that across yep. the manifold and yep. yeah, see what it does. I mean, might hurt, might or might not help. Might not, not, gonna, not hurt anything. Not going to hurt anything. Yeah. Well, everything would be a lot easier if you hadn't put a six-inch lift gate on it. Oh, there you go. Well, yes, you yes, know. you're right. Yeah. 
Yep. And a winch bumper, so I'm leaning uh, he over makes it worse. You got it. <laughs> yep. Leaning over the ladder, leaning over a step stool on, over the end. I hear you. Yeah. All right, Paul. I let her climb in there. Thanks. For, I remember I let her climb in there and be the monkey, but when yeah. she's nine months pregnant, you can't do that. that. Yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> You're still the dad. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Paul, have, have a great fun. Weekend. No, thank take you very care. much. Do we need one more break, Charlie? I lost track. I'm sorry. Yes, we do. Okay, we'll take a break. We'll come right back. Pete and Kathy, hang tight. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Whether it's 2 in the afternoon or 2 in the morning, if your vehicle breaks down, it's good to have a reliable business you can call. Like our Napa Auto Care Center. We provide roadside assistance service 24-7 to make sure our valued customers get the help they need as soon as possible. So if you ever need assistance, our Napa Auto Care Center is the best phone call you can make. Just call. We'll be there to help. Find your nearest location at NapaOnline.com. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Are you tired of those unsightly sunken concrete areas around your property? Look no further than Raise Tech Concrete Leveling. Proudly serving the Colorado and surrounding communities, we understand the unique challenges posed by clay-rich soils. Does your garage or basement floor show signs of settling? Even those finished basements can experience issues, but don't worry. Our solution can save you both time and money compared to costly replacements. Introducing our revolutionary high-density polyurethane foam injection. We use a DOT-approved formula that's trusted on highways, ensuring top-tier quality for your project. While we can't fix structural issues, we can tackle a wide range of sunken concrete problems. And here's the best part. Our process is quick and hassle-free. 
Our expert team offers free inspections, taking just about 15 minutes of your time. One great thing is you don't even have to be home for the inspection. We want to ensure your complete satisfaction. Ready to take the first step toward a more even, safe, and beautiful property? Call Chadwick Gardner today at 970-682-5129. That's 970-682-5129. Race Tech Concrete Leveling. Lifting your concrete, lifting your spirits. Don't settle for sunken concrete any longer. Call us now at 970-682-5129. All right, last segment, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today, by the way. We appreciate it very much. Pete and Centennial, you're next. Hi, guys. Thanks for taking the call and for the program. Thank you. Have a 2013 Dodge Grand Caravan with about 160,000 miles. The battery is about four years old. I'm bopping down the down the road, and the red battery-looking light comes on. It's a little rectangular mm-hmm. yep. light with the, a plus and a minus on it. Does that mean the battery's bad or the alternator, or do you have a guess? Likely the alternator, yeah, because the battery usually won't it turn won't tell light you. on. No. Right, exactly. It just won't, it just start. won't start. <laughs> yeah, right. Typically, that's yeah. a charge. It's, it's a lack of charge indicators, what I should say. Correct, yeah. Oh, okay. So not indicating the battery's bad. Just not no. Bad. What it's saying is there's a problem to the battery. That's why they show you the little battery yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh. Everybody okay. does it a little different. If, but if they if they just put a little round symbol on there, it's like what's that? You know. So yeah. it's yeah the battery. It's, hey, they, let's let's test the battery and charging, charging problem yeah, is what exactly. they're meaning. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Do, do you guys have a do you have a guess on how long it would a vehicle would run on the battery before it just gives out not very anymore if it's four years old i mean you could be anything from 10 minutes to and it depends on time of day lights on lights off how many accessories are running is the blower motor running all of that yeah yeah no i'm just thinking i got to get it to a shop and i want to i'll turn everything off turn everything off you should be able to drive it to a shop if we're you have a battery charger yes go ahead and charge it up up full and you'll get to the shop yeah okay is that good Ten minutes or twenty minutes? Do you think? Oh, I would say you had left fifteen, at least, twenty, probably. Yeah, well, if you do, full charge, not running anything else, keep everything off, AC off, roll the yep. windows down, do it that way. Full charge, you you can get to most any shop in town. Yeah, I would say so. You know, fifteen, twenty minutes, oh, you should be fine. safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, provided okay. the battery is decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charge yeah. it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. Okay, guys. Thanks for your help. You're very welcome, Pete. No, great. By the way, great question. And that's yeah. how you would. He's on the right track. That's how you would do that. Kathy and Greeley, you're next. Hi, thank you. Uh, I have a 2000 Buick LeSabre and just had it gone over because with a mechanic, a reputable mechanic, I believe, here in Greeley. And what's going on is that it'll heat up to 185 degrees. And then if I drive slow or idle anywhere, it'll shoot up to... uh, 200, 209, 210, and it keeps climbing until I start driving again. So we changed out the thermostat, and it is still that. won't help. That. Yeah, that won't do it. Yeah. It, it most likely the electric fan is not coming on. Is most That's my guess without being in front of the car, but that's my guess. Yeah, that's what I would look at first, but... 215 the fans usually aren't programmed to even come on until about 220 if you sit there long enough do they um, or do they come on when you turn the ac on can you hear them on with the air conditioning oh i can't i i 
I guess I can't hear him because I don't know what to do. Okay, well, here's how to do this, Kathy, and it's for everybody else listening. So just start the car, turn the Uh air conditioning on, of course, park, everything. You know, you're not in drive or anything. You know, get out of the vehicle, walk around to the front of the vehicle. You should hear the fans humming. Yeah. Now, if you do, great. Go back inside, turn the air conditioning off. You should be able to walk around the front and not hear them running. Okay. If you if you hear a hum with the air conditioning on, great. If you hear it off, if you don't hear the hum when the AC's off, then we know those fans are working correctly. If you never hear the hum, that's an indicator of what's going on. Right. Okay. Now, if I do hear the fans and it's still, you say don't fret until it goes up to 220? Correct. It's never overheated on you or anything like that? Never giving you any symptoms? No, the ne- like I say, the needles never move. Okay. And uh, the radiator is only about four years old, and I was wondering, well, maybe I need a radiator flush. And yeah. No, you know, probably not. Yeah. No? If it cools down when you're driving, that means... That, that means we don't have enough airflow. Right. Exactly. And that's where I'm thinking we've got an electric fan issue, Kathy, because yeah. once that uh, air starts okay. flowing across the radiator, your engine then's co- is then cooling, which leads me to believe we don't have electric fans operating. Right. Okay. All righty. Yeah. All right, okay. I'll do that. And, and they Thank should you. be able to check that. And I've got a really good uh, tech up there. If you need help, tech, you know, email or text me, and I'll refer you to somebody in Greeley. Um, man, uh, what, what, where would I email you or text you? Uh, tech, the text line is 307-200-8222. Uh-huh. Okay. Or John, uh-huh. just J-O-H-N at drive-radio.com. Okay. Either way. Thank you. You're very welcome, Kathy. Thank you very much. Have a great rest of your afternoon. Ray and Littleton, you're probably our last caller. Go ahead, sir. Hello, Ray. Hey, there you are. Sorry about that. That's okay. Hey, Hey, so I've got an 04 uh, Acura MDX. Okay. And I remember last year I took it to Steve, and he did a transmission flush on it and everything. Okay. But then I got to thinking about the transfer case and the front differential. And I, I think I had the front differential done a number of years ago. It's not like the back differential, they say, every 30. But, you know, I don't think I've ever changed out. I mean, did, when they did the tranny flush, did they do the transfer case, too? On an MDX, it's probably one unit. It's, I'd have to look at that, but I think it's one unit. I think it is, too. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think that's I think a transaxle kind of unit where you wouldn't have to do both. Right. Okay. So. And and the diff but, is it kind of in the same deal as all of that. That's right. why you're not doing anything except that in the rear. Yeah. There could be something. I can't remember on that if there's a separate unit, but I don't think related, there is. But I, yeah, I think that's a front unit with just a drive going to the back. That's kind of what I'm thinking, okay. too. Yeah. So that's why they've probably not even recommended anything other than just that, because there's nothing else there. Right. Okay. I understand. Well, I'll give them a call on okay. Monday and you know, have them check. Where, all right. I was just thinking about it, and I appreciate all your help. You're very right? welcome, Great Ray. Result. Appreciate you, and that's probably why they didn't say anything, because there's nothing else to do. So. Right. Exactly. Ken Rackley, yeah. Tech Automotive. Give your number out one more time. Yeah. We're at 303-364-3391. That's it, guys, for today. Appreciate it very much. Drive Radio, if you're listening on Sunday, thank you very much as well. We do appreciate it. Larry Unger, of course, answering phones today. Charlie Grimes. That's it. Go, guys. Have a great rest of your afternoon and a great weekend. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com, email your questions and comments, 
Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.